What is going on? My name is Taylor, and this podcast is called Who Knows, a podcast that works to answer the simply complicated questions of life and promote a life of self-love, mental health, and creating your own normal. Don't worry. We are just as lost as you are. Hi, everyone. I hope you're having a great week. I am having a crazy every week. I'm going into pre-production for a musical uh, called Next to Normal, if anybody's ever heard of it. Um, it's the first musical that I've done in a really long time. And uh, I'm learning a lot and it's really crazy. And uh, yeah, I'm hoping that it goes well and that it's a really good learning experience for my last year in grad school. So we have some shout outs. Shout out. Um, if you didn't know, reviewing and rating the show on wherever you get your podcast is the best way to support us. And we really appreciate it. And you get a super awesome shout out if you write a review. So this week's shout outs go to, we have a couple of screen names here. Stu Grimm is our first shout out. Thank you for your review. And Scary Airy, thank you for your review. We're gonna talk about all the things. So this segment is called The Things, and it is for the things that I am super into right now or um, exciting things that are happening, like events or accomplishments, or sometimes stuff that's really difficult to talk about for me right now. So here are the things. I had a conversation with somebody recently, and I was expressing how I think that mental health is important and like how mental health was kind of playing into some of the challenges that I was having in the show that I'm working on right now and how it was like we were trying to navigate that and like I was trying to find a compromise with with the you know different personalities and like just you know talking about how mental health can affect your your work life and it was really disheartening to me that as I was having this conversation with this person I was you know I said my piece and then they looked at me dead-faced and said, well, I don't struggle with that. And like, that's, I mean, let me explain. That's fine if you don't struggle with mental, with mental health issues. But the way that he said it and with the way that the conversation went, it was basically as if he was saying, I don't struggle with that. So it doesn't matter to me, which was really scary and really upsetting. And I don't think that if you don't struggle with something that A, that makes it invalid, or B, that you shouldn't still be sensitive to it. That goes with race, religion, sexual orientation, gender, and mental health, and many other things. And so, I don't know, I think that's just something to think about. Listen, I am a huge fan of pins, patches, and any kind of art that I can also wear or incorporate into my everyday life. If this sounds like you, then you should check out SugarSews.com. Sugar Sews is an LGBT-run small shop dedicated to DIY, embroidery, and accessories. Sugar, who is also a guest from season one of Who Knows, is an independent artist who creates works of art from tons of stuff including video games, Disney movies, and anime in the form of pins, patches, stickers, and my favorite, chain stitch embroidery. You guys should see some of the stuff that he makes on denim jackets and shorts. It is beautiful. He also does custom products and has a monthly subscription club through Patreon called the Sugar Sews Club. 
Right now, Who Knows listeners can take advantage of a 15% off your total purchase for select items in his shop. Just go to sugarsows.com and use the code WHONOWS15 at checkout. Support independent artists and the LGBT community, all while rocking some beautiful wearable art. That's sugarsows.com, code WHONOWS15. So... I think I said this for the religion episode too, which is really interesting. Um, but this was a difficult conversation to have. This week, I hung out with the person that I hang out with like literally every day of my life, my boyfriend, my partner, Kyle. Kyle and I actually met in middle school. We've known each other since the seventh grade, since we were 13 years old. We met on the bus when we were going to actually going on a trip to Islands of Adventure. And I paid another boy $7 to sit in my seat on the bus so that I could sit in his seat on the bus that was next to Kyle. And we kissed and it was so cute. Um, But yeah, so that's who I hung out with this week. A little bit about Kyle. Uh, Kyle is from Fort Lauderdale, Florida, Hollywood, Florida, Pembroke Pines, Florida, you know, Florida. He is currently the kitchen manager at Scrambled Southern Diner in Greensboro, North Carolina. So Kyle and I talked about relationships from the perspective of partners. This is actually going to be a three-parter. There's going to be another episode about being engaged, and there's going to be another episode about being married, and those are coming later in the season. Like I said, this is a really difficult conversation to have. Looking at somebody and, like, talking to them about your relationship, and, like, it seems weird to, like, just talk to my own boyfriend about this, but um, we're not using this as, like, oh, I love you so much, and, like, we're not gushing about each other. Um, I mean, we've only been together for three years, but we really have been through a lot being in our relationship. And we really value being able to have these kinds of conversations with the person that you're in a relationship with. And I just wanted to share some of our experiences. And I feel like we are so different. And it's really interesting to bring us together to talk about these things. But it was also just really hard because relationships are hard. And like having these conversations can be really difficult. But I think that it's super important. So here is Kyle and I talking about relationships from the perspective of partners. Oh, do you so do you like do you legitimately remember when we met? Like actually in middle school? Yeah. No. Like you don't remember any of that. Remember the bus? That whole thing. Like, after that all happened, I remember being in the lunchroom, and you were like, so, uh, you gonna ask me out? And I'm just like, I don't know what that means, really. Do we have to go out on a date? Like... (laughs) Do I, how does this work? I don't have any money. I can't take you out anywhere. And you were just like, no, no, just ask me out. And I'm just like, do you want to go out with me? And you were just like, yeah. And then I just walked away. I don't know. I don't even remember that. That's the only thing I really remember about it. God, you know what's really funny is this time around, that's basically the same thing I did. Because you're so inept at being a boyfriend. No, that's not true. But you just like, don't you remember though, when we came back from the Incubus concert three years ago, almost, I was like, remember I had to like prompt you? Prompt? No, I don't remember at all. (sighs) This may be the most difficult conversation that I have on this show. Difficult. Because because of, I don't know. It's like, it's relationships are hard to talk about. Like, honestly, I thought that I would be more prepared to sit across from you and be like, let's talk about our relationship. But I'm not. But we've been together for three years now, which doesn't really seem like a long time. But 
we as individuals have changed so much just in that three years and our relationship has changed so much in that three years. And I think that the beginning of our relationship was like, I mean, I'm, I'm going to be honest, like what, I mean, you would probably feel the same way. It was really challenging. It was very challenging. I'd never really been in like an emotional relationship with anybody. I guess everything up till now has just been kind of like physical, maybe a little bit emotional, but you know, being a teenager, I don't know what the hell those emotions meant. So I was just like, cool though, physical stuff. This is cool. And then like, so like before we got into a relationship, when was the last time you were in a relationship before me? My last serious, like serious relationship that was like longer than just a few weeks was like probably just after high school, maybe like 19, 20. Wait, really? Yeah. I mean, we've been together three years. So I mean, really that was. I know, but like. We're, I don't know. I, I mean, I, yeah, it had to have been when I was like 19 or 20 because I was single for probably a good almost two years and just not even really talking to people. I totally just was like, I totally just took some time to get to know myself and just, I don't know, just try to learn about like people and like not just always be in a relationship for sex and stuff like that. And then kind of around the time when I was like, okay, I think I'm ready to like, Maybe go out and try to actually do a relationship again. And then you were like, oh, hey, what's going on? I'm just going to come visit for the summer. And then I was like, hey, I like this girl. I remember uh, we used to have a lot of fun time together. Maybe we should talk. And then we started talking. And then one thing led to another. And then you were like, you should come visit. And then I was like, I should move here. And which, then like, like, by the way, no. Well, no, no. no it wasn't that fast. <laughs> when it wasn't I was that in, fast. Which, but. by the way, the first time I asked you to come visit, I was a hundred percent. Not, I don't want to say a hundred percent, but I was joking and I didn't think that you would actually come visit. <laughs> yeah. And then we moved in together and like, there were some like massive challenges in the beginning. Yeah. Part of it was because of my mental health. And I think the other part of it was you just my getting lack of mental. Yeah. And like just getting used help. to being in like, just being out in the world and like being in a relationship at as a whole, like you had a yeah, lot of things to get used to everything, all at yeah. once. Then we realized like, okay, there's some stuff that we definitely have to work on. And like, I think that was one of the most important things is that we took the time to be like, okay, this is not going to work. And like, I do feel like a lot of couples that I know or couples that I talk to don't really take a moment to be like, to talk. okay, we have to work this out. And like putting aside like your pride and like, fighting and like your urge to be like you're wrong which like that's I, the hardest part. yeah we i think we still have that sometimes we're yeah. like you're, you're wrong like, you're so <laughs> wrong um so just like putting aside that and like really listening to the other and person. really communicating with the other person like and not just communicating but like learning to like actually get each other yeah. so that you can like actually communicate yeah that was like a huge thing when we first started i mean it would be like we didn't really know how to – like we were trying to communicate, but we like – we didn't really know how to talk to each other. And you would say things, and then I would just be like, I don't know what to say, so I'm just going to sit here. And then you'd be like, you need to say something. And I'd be like, I, uh, I don't know what's going on. And then there were other times like, you know, when we first started dating, when I, if I was ever mad or in a bad mood, I just wouldn't say anything. I yeah. would just sit there and I'd be like, don't talk to me. Like, like that just give me my time. Yeah. And that translated to me being like, oh my gosh, he sucks. Like he's the worst. And yeah. Like, I just, Cause I, then again, I just, I didn't, I didn't know myself. I didn't know my own emotions. I didn't know 
what I was even mad at sometimes. Yeah. I was just mad or sad. Yeah. You remember those, there was like those times in the beginning where like we would just like go in our rooms and like, yeah. by the way, we have two rooms separate. We have separate rooms. We sleep in the same room most of the time, but we have separate rooms. And I think Still that don't it, have enough room in our house. I, I think that this is a great thing that some couples couples should try. Cause Especially when you get sick. Yeah, that, that is true. Um, but it's just nice to be able to go in your own space. But regardless of that, so as far as challenges in a relationship, learning to communicate is, like, definitely, like, one of the challenges. But, like, again, not just learning to communicate, but, like, learning to communicate effectively. Mm-hmm. Symbiosis, like, oh, shut up! Come on, it's like learning to live together. You got to become one. Okay. You become one. Okay. <laughs> oh my God! One of so okay. This can this brings me to one of the other challenges, and See? I don't I don't know if this is just me or like if it's other people. There are so many like little dumb things that bother me about you, and I'm sure you feel the same way about me sometimes. Mm-hmm. But like, you just have to let them go. Oh yeah. That's why they're called little things. They're just little insignificant things that you're like, okay, that's something I gotta live with. Yeah. Like you know when you when you when you go and get in bed every night and there's like four tissues waiting in your spot. Or I have massive go, sinus problems. You go you go to like sit on the couch and there's just tissues jammed in between the cushions. And, Again, and massive we've, sinus we've taken, problems. There's been lots of steps. There's been lots of compromises. There's this thing that you know. There's just tissues everywhere, or you know. <laughs> trying to watch a movie and someone's over here can't breathe, hacking up loogies every five oh seconds. My gosh. You can't even hear what the movie's saying. <laughs> but, you know, you love them. Overall, in the grand scheme of things, you just have to remember that, like, those little tiny things are, like, not a big deal. And, like, my mom told me that you have to think about this little thing that's bothering you. And, like, is it really worth it? Does it really take away the the whole love that you have for this person? And, like, obviously there, like, there are certain things. Like, in my defense, I try. I don't always succeed. Sometimes I'm a little lazy. But I try to throw away the tissues and, like, you know, Kyle asked me not to slam the cabinets. <sighs> And sometimes I try not to do that. <laughs> and like, there are certain things that I have asked Kyle to do, and like, he has done. The main point I'm trying to make is one of the things that you never want to run into in a relationship is you never want to find yourself with somebody that wants you to change who you are fundamentally. Oh, yeah. Kyle makes the huh? worst jokes all the time. Like, gold. literally, it's never ending. So, so the compromise that we made is that, like, when I really need him emotionally, like, he knows that, like, he puts aside the jokes and he's there for me emotionally. But I would never want to change him. Like, I would never want him to not be, not joke all the time. And I tell you that every time, don't I? Yeah, you do. You're always very clear that you're like, I don't want you to change Except for these important, serious times where I do. I do really need to, like, keep myself in check. Not everything is a fucking joke. People have feelings, too, and I need to respect that. It's like not everything can be a joke all the time. Yeah. But, I mean, it's the same way. Like, I wouldn't, like, yeah, the tissues bother me, but it's like, it's just a tissue. Yeah, and, you know, sometimes, sometimes it's like, Okay, he, this is how. Just let him say it. And just let him say it. And, it'll, and okay. like, and it's funny. It's kind of like. You wait for it. Yeah, I do. I see it. In I, your I face do. Sometimes. I wait for it. Because <laughs> I just know that it's coming. 
like even though those little things can be challenging, like if you really love the person, like you'd be willing to put them aside. And if you don't, Absolutely. maybe you shouldn't be with that person. Maybe you shouldn't. I think one of the challenges also that we can both agree on is just as a whole, there's an we haven't the first episode of the season is about roommates. And so you should definitely go listen to that because we'll go into full detail about ways to navigate having a roommate that definitely applies to living with your significant other. But I just want to state in this episode as well, one of the challenges of being in a relationship has to do with when you make the move of living together. Yeah. All of these like communication, learning to get each other in your communication and all the little stuff, that all is like at like level 10 when you live together. Yeah, because you're living with it. Yeah. You're stuck with it. There's yeah. no, there's no, I'm going to go back to my house. Maybe we could take a break for a few days. I'm getting annoyed with you. It's like, no, we need to sit down and have a conversation about this because it's really been bugging at me. And yeah. if it doesn't change, like there's nothing I can do. Like I'm not just going to like stay away from the house. That's a fundamental difference between a serious relationship and like a relationship that's like, Maybe in its newer stages, like maybe like when yeah. we were, like when we were younger, um, yeah. when we dated oh, when we God. were thirteen, um, completely different. Even though I definitely was like all in head first, all in. But yeah, so I think that just sprinkle that in there when you live together. All of these challenges that we are talking about, mm-hmm. that's when they really come into Tenfold. play. Actually, the the biggest challenge for me was getting to the courage, I guess, to tell you that. I need my own time and I need like to not be with you because I don't know if it's just because we jumped straight into like live because we, you know, we did it before and then we came back together. We kind of just like jumped straight into living together and like dating again. Yeah. It just feels like what, you know, when you, when you first move in together and you're in a relationship with someone, but you're also working and, you know, trying to have a life outside of your house, like every moment you're together, you want to spend together and, do things like with each other and we want to learn about each other and, and like make memories and yeah, stuff like that. That's every how moment I always has feel. to count. Yeah. But yeah, then yeah. It's like I started to, we like we started to just sit on the couch and like just do nothing. watch TV and stare at our phones. Yeah. Like, Cause we, I think it's because like, like you said, we were working. I'm in school. Like we're tired. Yeah. Just, <laughs> yeah. Being able to be like, Hey, I just need like a day or right. just a couple hours to just, be alone because like me being an like a complete introvert like i like my alone time every once in a while i like to just sit around and do what i want to do like play video games take three hours at the gym uh sit around on the couch and watch tv and do nothing like you know just lazy stuff on my day off and just to kind of be alone and not have to talk to anyone or think about anything and just relax like it's just for me something that's really important and I feel like it took us a while of trying to figure something out and I I feel like we've made a lot of progress in that and it it was challenging it was yes it was very challenging but like we're kind of like almost there I think one of the things about that situation that like kind of goes along with what I was saying about like learning to get each other that especially comes into play if you're in an extrovert introvert relationship where like yeah, where, like, one person is, like, how you're describing, and then the other person is, like, I want to see your face every second of every day, <laughs> like I am. And that makes it even harder for and me like, to be, like, hey, I, I just want to not see your face for a day. Not in a mean way, but just, like, yeah, a, I, I need to just 
be alone. I'm still, you know, trying to get that. But I think that like, because I have so many introvert friends, I think that I'm starting to like understand that mindset. And so like, I was especially willing to compromise with us because I love you and I want you to to get the time that you need. And it also kind of ended up being good because I need time to work on the podcast and time to do school. And so like, and me being an extrovert, I'm like, oh, I want to make sure like that would would give me anxiety. I'd be like, oh, I want to make sure I'm spending all my time with you. But like, I have all these things I want to work on. And I like felt really guilty. I felt really guilty about the same thing, but like in a different way where it's like, I want to spend all my time with you, but like, I know that I have to work on these projects and I want to work on these projects, but like my guilt was not so much of like, well, yeah, I guess it was kind of the same. Like I didn't want you to be, to have nothing to do and be feeling sad and yeah. alone or whatever and that, or feel excluded. And that's kind of funny too. Cause like, like we used to do that in the beginning of our relationship where you would be like, I need to do this stuff, but I really don't want you to feel alone. And I'd be like, no, just just go do it. It's fine. Like, <laughs> I have no problem. Like, I'll literally just sit over here and do nothing and be happy. And you're like, are you sure? Like, I don't want you. I'm like, no, no, please. Like, go. Like, we, like before we learned how to really, like, really communicate well, we were like, it was more like, oh, cool. She wants to go do this yeah. thing. Go. You're not making me feel bad. For me, having my alone time also makes it so that it's like, in a, I guess a shorter way of putting it like a, like a tolerance break. Like not that I'm like, I get tired of you or whatever, but like, just like with anything, you know, you take a little bit of time away from it. And then you like when I'm home alone, then I realize, oh yeah, I, I want to see Taylor. Like I miss her. Like, yeah. And then I see you and I'm like, yay. Like, it's not like a, oh great. I'm going to see Taylor again for the 500,000th time. Yeah. And I've haven't had a second to just sit and like think about my own thoughts yeah because I mean I think even though like relationships are about being together and like one of the things that I always think is important is like you never want to lose yourself in a relationship Mm -hmm. the person that you're with should never want you to change and like you shouldn't feel like you have to change in order to be in a relationship but there are times where you do change and it's good and I like there's Mm -hmm. a lot of positive change that I feel like has come with this relationship and like I have really learned a lot about myself being in this relationship. Yeah. How has being in a relationship changed you as a person? Before we started dating and before, like, I started learning more about myself and my emotions. Like, I never really, I didn't really care about anybody else. It was more of, like, I just only cared about myself and I just wanted to, you know, feel good, have fun, do drugs, hang out with friends. Like, it was just, like you know, hanging out and then being with you and living with you and kind of being away from all that, I've become more aware of like other people's feelings and it's made me, it's even made me feel like I I was a very shy person because I didn't, I didn't care about people. So I didn't think that people cared about me. So I was always shy and thought that people didn't care about what I was saying or I thought everyone just thought the way I did. I just thought everyone was just living on this earth, putting up with other people pretty much. And then I'm being with you and like even just watching the videos that you watch and just meeting the people that you know, like people are nice to each other. And it's like, it shows you that you can actually go out and talk to people and you don't have to be scared that people are just going to not like you or you actually matter a little bit, I guess. And it's just, I guess it also comes with just being with another person and having someone to just like boost your morale and like help you feel better as a person. It kind of helps you learn who you are and it helps you like conquer every day and just do things you don't want to do because you're like, 
like like you've said before, like even if you do a shitty job, you still come home and you have someone at home that's like, hey, I love you. Like you're doing great. Like try it again tomorrow. Like it'll yeah. be fine. Like it's never. It never feels like I'm gonna go home and just wallow in my sorrow and because I had a bad day or because something happened, you know? Yeah, it's interesting to hear you say this because I kind of knew this already, but I'm realizing that the way that I feel about this is actually kind of the same because being in a relationship has made me, yeah, I guess realize that I am more valuable as a person than I than I give myself credit for. And I'm starting to see myself in a new light and it makes me want to be kinder to myself and feel less afraid to go out in the world and be myself because I know that when I come home, no matter what, I have somebody that's here to support me and that wants to lift me up. And not only has it made me realize these things, but it makes me want to keep it up and like remember those things and like work on my mental health because like part of my, the main issues with my mental health is that I don't feel, I have, I'm very, very low self-esteem. And like, I kind of just lived in that for a really long time. Like I did, you know, in past relationships, I kind of, you know, lived in that like low self-esteem plane and like, didn't really, you know, work on it the way that I should have and kind of just let that rule my relationships. And like, now that I'm with somebody that I am like fully invested in and I fully care about, it's making me want to work on myself and not just for this relationship, but for myself. It kind of just took this experience to make me realize that I will have a better life if I actually work at loving myself and caring about myself and working on my mental health and being, and just being the person that I want to be, regardless of how I think that other people are going to perceive me. Because in the end, at the end of the day, like I'm the only one that has to like, I mean, we live together and like we're in this relationship, but like I have to live with myself and like I have to, like I live, you know, in this body and in this brain and in, and as this person and I had for so many years, I haven't been happy about it. And like some people might say like, you shouldn't need another person to make you feel good about yourself. But I wouldn't say that like, I need you to make me feel good about myself, but you helped me realize that. I deserve to feel good about myself. So I think that that was like the main way that this relationship has changed me like that. And like, just like realizing that I need to like express my emotions in a way that aren't like just loud and screaming yeah. because like, how are you, how is somebody gonna, you know, help me or be around me yeah. in that situation? It's like me when it's like exactly it's like we're total opposites in that respect. You get loud and, and boisterous and I get I just get quiet and I don't know what to say and I'm like I'm just I just want this to end it's so hard to to learn to get the person that you're with and like talking about relationships is really tough like it's it's really difficult to because there's so many nuances and like well then there's this and then there's that and And it's like well is that with everybody though or is that just like a us thing but like that's the whole point of the podcast to find out because who knows (laughs) what did you say to find out oh to find out yeah that doesn't make any sense oh Um, fuck you fuck you too um okay so so you know how people say like relation like oh my god those people are goals they're relationship they're their relationship goals well i think that there are some some goals that 
you should have in a relationship that are more than just like, oh, we're so cute and like we have matching shoes and stuff like that. Um, so do you have any goals that you can like, like, do you have any things that you're like, that's important to me in this relationship? Like, what are the things that you really strive to do and like love that we mutually do for each other? Sex. No, uh, (laughs) (laughs) no, uh, (laughs) sorry, you just put me up there. God, I hate you. But no, no, uh, my main purpose and goal in this whole relationship is just to like make you happy and to see you, to see you at your best. And like, I'm totally here for, for you in any way to help you. Like even before there was school, it was just I just want to see you happy. I want you to live your life. I want you to do the best you can. And then it ended up me helping you and me trying to push you ended up making me kind of feel like, okay, maybe I need to do something. Maybe I need to step up a little bit. Yeah. And I think that I was going to say, because like I feel the same way, but like when you're like, like I want to see you at your best, I want to see you, I want to see I, I, I don't know if this has come across in our relationship, but like you, you want those things for me and I want those things for us. And so like, I think that that ends up being like, we are like working toward a common goal of like, of, you know, having this better life together. Oh, I was going to start saying the Pokemon theme song. Well, what part of it? Oh, it was a, a remix where we want to be the very best. That's all I got. Oh no. One of the other things, too, is, like, you went to school for a little while, but, like, having, like, a career and, like, doing, kind of doing the career path that I've been doing wasn't really something that you ever saw yourself doing. But I think that one of the other things in relationships that's really good is you, you can lift each other up, like, you, and you can challenge each other and be like, come on, let's do this. And, like, I don't feel like you would have taken the, the management job that you have if, like, our relationship hadn't been a factor. Oh yeah. I wouldn't, I would still be living in Florida if our relationship wasn't a factor. Yeah. So I think that like being able to, to challenge each other in a way of like, let's be better together is like, is really good. And like, and then like when you see that other person succeed or when you see both parties succeed together, like when you get to, I don't know, it sounds so cliche, but like, I love that we're a team. It's just really good to see the other person, the person that you love succeed. And it's even better when you succeed together. Yeah. No, it totally is. I don't know. I think another thing for me is like standing up for each other. I don't know. Sometimes there are challenging conversations with people in my life. Basically, like, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like I go through stuff and like I feel like anger or hurt or upsetness. And like, it's just nice to come home and have somebody like and just like vent to somebody and then just receive it and just be like, yeah, like you're like you're feeling like just somebody to validate your feelings and like feel make you feel like you're not crazy. Yeah, that guy's butthead. <laughs> what? And like yeah, that person's a butthead. You totally. Yeah, it's are allowed to feel relationships that way. are about knowing that everyone else is a butthead. Everyone's a butthead, but you. Yep. And your significant other. Yeah. That's why you chose them. We're buttheads. And but the reality is, you're both buttheads but together. Yeah, I was about to say <laughs> we're all just buttheads. Everyone's a butthead. Yep. If somebody came up to you and was like, do you have any advice about relationships? What would be the one thing that you would say? Communication. Yeah. Like, for real. I mean, I've heard it from multiple people, too. Like, my, like growing up, they're always just like, communicate. Like, the one thing I was told my whole life is just like, you need to communicate better and you need to save money. And 
for the most part, both of those things are entirely true. Yeah, I mean, we could do. We're not in a place to talk about this yet because we are not there. We don't have joint finances yet. But like, I feel like there could be a whole episode about joint finances, like finances as a couple. Oh God, yeah. I might have to cop out and agree that communication. No, yeah, it's totally. And like, like, not just communication, but like communicating without like resentment or like holding back for fear of hurting each other's feelings. Like just going into it being like. We are not trying to hurt each other's feelings. Like we're just just trying to talk to each other so that we can get to a place where we're like where it's leveled out and like we feel happier about the whole situation. That's literally the hardest part about any starting any conversation. It's just like, all right, they're about to tell me a bunch of stuff that's wrong with me. Yeah, I don't want to hear because I know what's wrong with me, but I don't want to admit it. But I don't want to do anything about it. But okay, let's talk about it. And then it's like, okay, you're right. All these things you're saying is true. Now, I'm going to say these things because I'm mad. But at the same time, they're all true, too. And then it's like, okay, now we got it all out. All right, let's talk about this. All right, what if you do this and I'll do this? All right, it's a start. And then after a while, you're just like, hey, we're cool. Like, (laughs) problems, man. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. It's just, it takes time, too. You Like, you can't just... You you get you have to be patient. You have to be patient. Yeah, but you just like even with communication, like you have to, you have to be open and you have to communicate. But you also have to be patient because you have to you have to know that things aren't just gonna change overnight. Like we've literally we've had conversations like four weeks in a row. Like yeah. every week is the same thing. Like we talked about it, but nothing changed. Like what's yeah. going on? I just it's hard. I don't know how to change my entire. Like it's not changing your entire life, but some things feel like you're making me change my entire life, and then you get used to it, and you're like okay, this wasn't really that big a deal. I don't know why I was doing that. Like That's another one that I didn't even think of is yeah, patience. patience. Being patient with the person that you care about. Yeah. Yeah. That can be really difficult. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I found this thing online, and it's 50 deep questions to ask deep. your boyfriend tonight that will immediately bring you two closer. Immediately. Only these 50 questions and you'll be... That's it. It's all you need. All right. Why so are we even trying? So pick a number 1 through 50 and I'm just going to... Uh, 27. Okay. T- all right. All right. 27, 27. Too far down, what do you think has been... The hands down funniest moment <laughs> since oh, we shit. started dating. That's really hard to say. That's pick. really hard. It's everything. <laughs> um, oh my gosh. Um, hands down funniest moment. When I cut my toe open. Uh, that wasn't that was funny. funny for me. That none of that was um, funny. <laughs> um, <laughs> Literally none of that was funny. <laughs> shit, I picked the wrong question. Um, hands down funniest moment. Funniest Literally moment. every second of our yeah, relationship like, is a is a stitch. Honestly. <laughs> For some reason, you know what's funny is you said cutting your toe open. For some reason, what's coming to me <laughs> is the time that you almost slammed my head into the. Oh, when I pushed you off the bed. You, oh god, accident, that was hilarious. On accident. Yeah, on accident. <laughs> I don't know my own strength. Okay, pick another number. Uh, thirteen. Thirteen. Is love something that scares you? I think there was a time it where it used did. To, yeah. 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 But I think that I'm like, well, this guy's all right. Yeah. Okay. Pick another number. Uh, 11. 11. What is one similarity between us that you absolutely love? Okay. Let's say our answer on three. Wait, I got to think about it. I have one. Okay. You're never going to say this. I'm okay. You're pissed at me. Oh, no. <laughs> all right. One, two, three. Stupid our sense, sense of humor. Of humor. Ah! Yeah! <laughs> 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 I 
I had to add the word stupid because it is. I I think I said just said sense of humor. I know. I don't know what I said. Jesus. Oh my god. All right, pick another number. Uh. Uh, 24. 24, 24. All right, let's keep doing them like this. 25. Do you think you, oh, this is like a yes or no. Do you think you've been vulnerable in our relationship? Yes, 100%. More than I have with yeah, anybody else no, in my yeah. entire life. I yeah. Okay, uh, I'm going to pick a number. Uh, oh, 37, 37, 37. 37 dicks. If you could change one thing about our relationship, what would it be? I wish we didn't live in this tiny apartment. <laughs> That's the only thing I can think of. Uh... I kind of wish that our schedules aligned better so we could kind of... I wish we didn't ever have to work and we could just uh, live our lives. Yeah, okay, five-year-old. <laughs> no. No, I I, I mean, I, I wish that... I just wish our schedules were better that we, like... Yeah. Because, I mean, we've just... We've been trying to navigate that forever, but I think that's also because I'm, cause I'm in grad school. Well, yeah, we don't really have a constant schedule, at, like, between you it going to school all the time, and yeah. me. I just have different jobs yeah. every couple of months. Well, not mm -hmm. a couple of months, but, you know... Yeah, you you had, a, had you had a period of time where you were changing jobs a lot. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna pick 45. What's one thing about your life you would never change for someone else, including me? Um, I'm never. I'm probably never shaving my body hair ever again. Um. Like now that I'm, I I don't know. I I don't think I'm ever gonna do that. And Disney, like, if you tried to tell me yeah, not to like Disney, games, like, screw you. You try so hard to get me to stop playing video games, but it's never, never gonna happen. <laughs> okay, what's next? Uh, pick a number. Uh, 35. 35. 35. What's your favorite way to receive affection? <laughs> Blowjobs. <laughs> no. no, um... I like Hugs when you, and kisses. I like when you text me and say, I hope you're having a good day. Yeah. And stuff like that. I like that a lot. I do. Uh, uh, oh, let's do this one because it's funny. What's one secret you've wanted to tell me but haven't? Uh, Maybe we don't have any secrets. <laughs> I, yeah, not anything I know of. I can't think of anything. That was stupid. Okay, pick another number. It shouldn't even be a question. You shouldn't be keeping secrets from your significant other. You're right. Unless they're really bad. Pick um, it, pick. <laughs> 40 how many other 50 yeah 50 what does this relationship mean to you it means my future and it means yeah. like my my bestie my, my bestie F -F, that stands for us spongebob the musical closing september 16th can't do math but i remember that okay uh let's do seven what's your biggest fear for this relationship um, I'm scared for when we move to DC. I don't know how that's gonna go. Like when we start, like really, like we're living on our own, and my mom, my parents aren't helping me anymore. I don't know. I guess I'm, I'm worried really for whenever for we, if we ever decide to have children. Mm. Yeah, I know. What's gonna happen? <laughs> exactly. More cats. More, more cats. Ca even more then, cats. more animals would be more anxiety. That's true. Hopefully, I'll get over that. All right. Uh, pick one more number. Forty. 40, 42. 42. Good one. What's one thing you want to do together that we've never done before? Roller skating. We haven't roller skated? No, we have when we were kids. When? Kind of. Galaxy. Uh, that was All more nighter. like a bumping and grinding party at Galaxy yeah. Skateway. Um, something we haven't done. Um, oh, uh, I want to play a video game with you. Oh. Yeah. Get me for Lego more than just a couple rounds. Get me Lego Harry Potter. Let's do uh, thirty-two. 
if you can date other people, would you? What kind of questions are Absolutely. these? Absolutely. Well, let's go on record now. Stop <laughs> yelling in Maria's ear. I'm sorry. I hope you're not wearing headphones. Oh, my God. Thank you all so much, as always, for listening to this episode. I hope that you were able to get something out of it, uh, whether it be better ways to communicate and understand your significant other, or maybe some new perspectives on relationships as a whole. And as always, I encourage you to have conversations like these with the people in your life, even if it's really difficult and confusing and complicated, because the more conversations like these we have, the less we feel so alone in trying to figure out life and the closer we feel to those that we love. And I just want to say this again, I said it in the episode, but just know that you never have to change in order to be a relationship. Compromise is not about changing who you are as a person. It's about working together to both be happy, but just know that you are worth it and you are worth something and don't let anyone ever try to make you feel like you're not. If you want to stay up to date with episode releases or see cute pictures of cats or see me like a dance and fool or my breakfast, sometimes I post that, um, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Who Knows Pod. And we're also on Facebook at Who Knows. We feature pets. I'm going to say pets, not just cats. Love the cats, but pets. <laughs> want to include everyone. Uh, but we feature pets on our Instagram story on episode release days. Uh, so if you want to send us a picture of your cat or dog or any other pet, um, send that over to us on our Instagram and we will feature your pet on our story. You can also visit our website at who knows pod. And if you want to send us any questions we can answer on the show, uh, you can email us at podcast at gmail.com. The best way to support us is to leave a review on Apple podcasts. And if you don't like us, tell someone else and maybe they'll send us a review because they don't like you either <laughs> but we want everyone to love each other and we want everyone to love the podcast so rate and review and we will feel the love this podcast was hosted and produced by me taylor dankovich edited and co-produced by maria wortel our intro music is by chris williams and our outro music is links by software that's it everybody that's all i got for this episode who knows who's out there, but you are a whole person and you are loved and you are worth it. And thanks for listening. Please sing Home on the Range with me. Home, home on the range, where the deer and the antelope play. Where I don't know the words, and I hate to say this every day. And the skies are not. Are always gray. I love you. Everybody now. Everybody now. Okay, that's it.